Amen. Uh, and if you just join us uh, this morning, good morning to Tabernacle of Joy. Welcome to the Tabernacle of Joy. Welcome, TJ Saints. Uh, you know, again, today I want to continue my whole series called Unhindered Access. And today uh, I want to particularly, particularly cover this topic called the hallowed name of God. Amen. I, I, if you have your Bible, amen, be, before we move any further, why don't we just pray? You know, I, I don't know where you are at this morning. You know, if you are watching this in the afternoon, praise the Lord. Welcome. Good, good afternoon. Or if you are watching this in the evening, good evening. Amen. So why don't we just ask God to open our understanding to this very important topic, hallowed be thy name. Father, as we come into your presence, Father, Lord, that you will touch us, Father. I, I, I pray you give us understanding, Lord, like always, God. Lord, our kind of mind sometimes cannot receive the things of the Spirit. And Father, sometimes, God, our carnality will want to justify. Father, I don't want that to happen today. I want you to have way in my spirit, God, that you have your way in my mind, that you will begin to cleanse me, Father. Again, this is not just about clocking time, but this is allowing you speak to us. Father, again, in this moment, God, that I'm talking about, God, I pray that you anoint me, Lord, that I'll be able to impart, Lord, revelation and understanding, but most importantly, your heartbeat. Your heartbeat, Lord, that you want unhindered access to your people, your children, Lord, that we can be one. Father, again, I pray, God, that all those that are watching today, God, I pray, Lord, that you are Open our hearts today, God. Lord, we felt your presence. We sang, uh, you know, there's no turning back and we're going to hallow the name of the Lord this morning. I pray, Lord, that you'll remove every distraction. Lord, again, guide this sermon. Lord, I pray that the people of God will literally hear from heaven and not me. Father, in the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. If you have your Bible, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 to 13. Amen. I'm going to give you a moment just to turn there. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 to 13. Amen. Uh, here we go. But when, but you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father, who is in the secret place. And your father, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the hidden do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the 
evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I want to talk to you today for a few moments. Amen. About this subject, hallowed the name of God. Amen. Again, I, I want you to understand, it begins with this verse here that is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse uh, uh, 6. You know, it goes like this, you know, but when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. Amen. I, I, I want you to understand this. You know, the first thing that when Jesus talked about prayer, he's, he's asking us to go into a room, go to a place of intimacy. Don't be distracted. Just close the door. And that's how you should begin. You know, uh, uh, you know great things happen in this place of intimacy. You know, and the fathers who sees you in secret will reward you openly. Amen. If you spend time with the Lord, something will happen in your spirit. God will bless you. God will reward you. And it's so evident that the people around you can see the change. And, and this is how you should begin. You know, in, in verse 9, he says this. You know, verse 9, he says this. In this manner, therefore, pray our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Amen. So, so today I want to talk to you about this word, hallowed be your name. Amen. And, and again, let me give you some context here. <laughs> Jesus is talking to the Jewish people and this is his first public message. He's radical changing their understanding of God because they are the Jewish people, the chosen one. And in the Old Testament, their present system of worship, when Jesus was there, God was behind a veil. He was not a God that you could intimately and personally communicate. Only several people ever go into the presence of God. One man once a year uh, got to go into the holies of holies and God was a God that thundered and on, on, on mountaintops. He was a God who showed up in certain times to certain people mysteriously, but not to have an average person know Him intimately. Now, Jesus is coming when we think about Jesus, He is God manifest in the flesh. And God was walking down the roads of Israel, speaking to people, revealing about the personal intimacy of God. God was with us. That's why His name was Emmanuel. Amen. God was with them. And now Jesus was speaking to them about the fact that, that, that God wants to be intimate with them. <laughs> Amen. I know this is a shift for, for many of those Jewish people at that moment in time. And, and again, Jesus was saying this, when you pray, go into a secret place, your prayer closet, whatever that might be, whether you're taking a walk, you're just shutting your mind and, and just focus. You know, it could be anywhere, but just close the door from any distraction and that private intimate environment, that is where God is going to meet you. 
Amen. Uh, 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 it is so important that, that we need to develop our prayer closet. And Jesus said, before you ever pray, He knows everything you are going to say. He is your Father. He knows you. He loves you. And, and, and God did not say, call Him God, but call Him your Father. Address Him as your Daddy. You know, you can come to God in an intimate way, an intimate place and pray. The first thing that you should be saying is, Our Father, hallowed be your name. Amen. But here's the problem. You know, I've been quoting this for at least six years, especially, you know, when I was raised up in a Catholic school and then every morning we have to quote the Lord's Prayer, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Amen. Your kingdom come every morning. But, but I never stop and ask myself, you know, what does the word hallowed mean? <laughs> what does the word hallowed mean? You know, again, is it just kind of filler in prayer or is it some kind of salutation to God? You know, like, Good morning, God. You know, uh, is it something really spiritual and we ought to say it every morning? You know, again, uh, uh, this is what we want to cover today. You know, we want to cover today because if we don't get this right, you know, every other aspect of prayer is, is misplaced or, or misaligned. Amen. So I want to begin by explaining, amen, uh, this word, hallowed be thy name. Okay. Again, you know, the word hallowed has two meanings. Both are equally important. The first definition of the word hallowed means to purify, to make holy. When you say the prayer, you say, Father, hallowed be your name. What you are asking is making your name, make your name. Lord, make your name holy to me. Amen. Let me repeat that again. When you pray, hello be thy name. Lord, set you apart. Lord, there's no one like you. Make your name holy to me. Purify your name to me. Amen. That's what you are literally saying. And the reason why this is important is because when we are growing up, our parents are the most profound influence on our lives. And, 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 and we cannot help it when we think about Father, when we think about the relationship we have with God, we have to reference it back to our earthly fathers. You know, and, and, and it depends. You know, if you have a good relationship with your father, you find, you know, your perspective of God is, is, is you are able to receive, you know, him. And, and you will not always think that God is there to destroy you or kill you, you know, because your father was warm and loving. But if your father, maybe perhaps if your father is a sergeant major and he treat you like a soldier and, 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 and when you think about God, you know, you think God as the sergeant major and, and you become very reserved, you know, you do, it depends, you know, and if, if, if your father was a policeman and your father was just ordering you along, you know, and asked you to call him, yes, sir, and, and, and you cannot help it. But when you think about your heavenly father, you have the referencing of your earthly father. Amen. And, and again, you know, uh, all of us know, okay, you know, uh, uh, our fathers are not perfect. And, and, and again, it is only natural when, when we pray our heavenly father, we have a tendency to reference back to our earthly father. I find this so true. You know, uh, again, let me say to all you fathers, 
Fathers, you have the most profound influence uh, on the concept of God. I mean, the way you relate to your children, that is the referencing point. You know, again, uh, uh, I've, I've realized this, you know, as a pastor, when people do not have strong uh, 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 a relationship with the, the Father, they have a hard time, you know, receiving uh, from the Heavenly Father. Amen. So the first thing that we need to do is to, Lord, whatever ideas, whatever precepts, whatever, you know, uh, concept I have, there is, I like you, purify my, my the way I approach you. Amen. Uh, Lord, you, you know, you are unlike any other earthly father. You are perfect. Amen. Uh, everybody say amen to that. And, and the first thing that I want to do is, Lord, that you will just, you know, uh, 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 help me understand who you are. You know, again, uh, uh, here's the point. Okay, it is what, how, whatever kind of relationship you have with your earthly father, you know, whether it's good or bad, it is always incomplete. And many times it is deeply flawed because of the disappointments, the problems in our past. And when you begin to pray, our father, hallowed be thy name, you are saying, God, purify who I think you are. If there is a human smudge on my lenses, you know, of who you are in my mind, wipe that smudge away and, and you know, admit that, that you have an incomplete concept of God and you are asking God to hallow your name in my life. You know, I, 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 I have this, this cloth here that I, I have, you know, it's, it's a microfiber cloth and, and many times, you know, I realize that, you know, I, I'm not seeing the screen clearly and, and here's what I'll do. I have a spray, amen. I have a spray, you know, I'll just spray it on this cloth and then I'll take up my glasses, you know, again, and I'll begin to wipe it so that I can see clearly amen there was a time that i thought that i was getting some kind of vision problem you know and i realized that you know no matter what i do you know i clean the glasses and i i do all kinds of stuff i thought i was losing my vision but then in a close look at my lenses i realized there was a deep scratch <laughs> Amen. You know, and I realized that, oh my goodness, I, I need to change that lens because if my perception of God is wrong and I will pray and I will not approach him, uh, you know, the way that is, 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 is of, uh, of intimacy, that I would not dare to be intimate with my heavenly father. Again, I, I just want to speak from my personal experience. You know, I had a great dad, but uh, I wouldn't call it a very intimate relationship. You know, in fact, uh, my dad liked to lecture me, amen, all the time when I do something wrong, when I'm confessing, you know, my issues and 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 and, and he would just correct me, correct me, correct me instead of feeling the pain, you know, and, and, and that sort of handicapped me from opening myself to the Lord. And I remember the first time, you know, when, when Richard Kazaski, you know, he, he talked about prayer. He talked about, you know, you can tell Jesus all the details. You can open your heart. And, 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 and the couple of lessons that we talk about is that he is all-knowing, that he's ever-present. You know, there's nothing that will shock God. Amen. You know, and, and again, you know, for 31 years, I begin to open my spirit. And I begin to put him down there. I begin to ask God to, to hallowed, be 
your name. Every day, God, there is something new to learn about your grace and your mercy. And it's a constant process in our lives. Amen. Again, when I talk about God, uh, you know, sometimes I don't like to talk about goals because goals talks about a destination. I like to, when I talk about God, I like to talk about this word growth because growth is a journey. And, 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 and you know, I, I, I got to tell you something about uh, God. The more I know Him, the more I realize that how merciful and how patient He is with us. Amen. And, and, and when I begin to see the Lord's patience, I begin to see His grace. You know, I don't deserve His grace. You know, and, and, and the more for 31 years, I don't believe it, but 21 years, I, I realize that God is, 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 is more patient with me. God, is, and I'm continuing cleaning my lens, uh, allowing myself to read the word, experiencing his, his, his goodness. You know, when I don't deserve his goodness, you know, uh, he showed me his mercy. Again, I, I, I do not want to be so foolish to say that I see God perfectly. You know, I understand there is more of God that I need to see. And I, I, I see now in, in a, the scripture say a glass dimly, a frosted glass, but, but then face to face. But in this glass that I'm seeing through, I'm saying, Lord, you know, I want to know you more. God, wipe away all my smudges. God, even, you know, even, you know, what the devil has told me about you, the accusation the devil has made even about my own imaginations and my fears and my insecurities. Lord, hello your name for me. Hello your name in me. Amen. <laughs> okay. You know, again, let, let, let me give you some tests here. I can tell how you know uh, that the name of the Lord has been hallowed in your life. There are two ways that you can determine. You know, the first thing that you realize is this. When, when God's name is hallowed in your life, you know, when God's name has been hallowed in your life, you are, you are, you absolutely trust Him and there is no trace of doubt or unbelief ever. That you have towards God. Amen. Because when you totally live a surrendered life, you know, uh, uh, you know, you, you're saying, God, I trust you. <laughs> because when you see God as He really is, you will never doubt Him again because you would understand that He is on your side. He is the lover of your soul and He is faithful and He is uh, 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 a faithful God. And when you see Him properly, you just can't help it. But, you know, to, uh, uh, you know in, in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 38, it talks about it. You know, Romans chapter 8, verse 38 says, For I am persuaded and neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor hikes, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Again, that is my goal that, you know, Lord, if there's something that I'm holding back, it's a trust issue. Lord, is there's something, you know, it's not just about the activity, but, but Lord, if I don't agree, there's a trust issue. You know, again, you know, uh, uh, I need to work on it. Lord, I, and I need to pray, God, help me trust you more. Lord, help me. Help me. You know, when you do not see him properly, you really do not know 
that he loves you or you doubt whether he loves you. We do not know that he's going to come true for you. He may love everyone else, but for you, maybe you feel that he doesn't love you. In other words, it's all smudged up and, and it's distorting your view about God. And Jesus say, hey, you are not really... Again, you are really not going to be able to pray effectively until you see God, who He really is. Amen. You are, you are not going to trust Him. You are not going to pray a prayer of faith. So the first thing you need to do is to ask God to repair all the misconception and all the incomplete information that you have about Him. Amen. You know, the one thing that Jesus came on the scene, on, on, on the earth, was to eradicate every misunderstanding. Amen. And again, when you pray, Father, hallowed be thy name. Lord, remove every understanding. Lord, remove anything, God, that is not you. God, I want to see you. Clear my vision of you, Father, right now. Father, I pray, God, that I may see you. I will see you high and lifted up. I will see to you, God, on the cross, God, that it is finished. God, it is for me. Amen. Again, I, it is so important that, that, that we see and we make decisions with correct lenses. Amen. With a clear vision of who God is. God is not out there to punish His people. God loves you. God has His best interest for you. Amen. Okay. You know, again, uh, it is so important. We need to realize that. Okay. God wants us to see Him as a loving father. Amen. Okay. When God's, and, and the way that you know that God's name is hallowed in your life is the ability to trust him. Amen. You know, some people, they say, I trust God. But then when God tells him to do certain things, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, again, you know, uh, 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 that's the level of trust you have. You know, it's not about the activity. It's about really the trust level. You know, there are some things, you know, last week we talked about some things that God wants to protect you. Amen. God wants to give you peace. God wants to give you power. But are you willing to trust Him? Are you willing to walk on that water and trust Him? Because that ultimately will reflect your level of how you hallow Him in your life. Amen. Okay. And the second thing I want you to know, uh, a, a test for hallowing His name is when God's name is hallowed in your life, you will run towards Him even on the worst day of your life. You never fear His presence again. You know, you know, again, you know, I, I realized this, you know, uh, yesterday we had a special guest, you know, Maddie came over to our home and when he's in danger, he will go to Daddy say, Papa, <laughs> you know, Mama, you know, they will run. <laughs> Amen. And, and this is what Jesus says, you know, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your Father in heaven know how to give good gifts to you? Would you all agree with me and say that if you really had a good Father here on earth, if we really did something really bad, our Father would still accept us anyway? Amen. Would you all agree with that? Again, you know, I, I want you to understand, you know, God already accepts us anyway through the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus makes us acceptable to God, not because of what we did, do not, uh, or, or, or do not do, but because what Jesus did on the cross. 
Amen. And in the worst moments, we cannot fix ourselves. Our only hope is the presence of God. When we are struggling, when we are feeling condemned, when we have failed for a thousand times, we need the presence of God. We need to jump into daddy's lap. Amen. So again, this is what Jesus is saying. You do not qualify. You cannot go into, you know, again, you cannot go into God's presence with your own works. You come in by the blood. Amen. The blood justifies us. The blood gives us access. Let's, let's turn to this scripture, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 6. It goes like this, you know, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of thee. Let me repeat that again. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Amen. Again, I, I just can't help it. You know, uh, uh, I, I have to use this, you know, story. I, I still remember the time, you know, when I was living in, uh, I think, Bukit Batok, you know, and Jesse was just a baby. You know, and then I came home and, and lo and behold, you know, I was so excited to see my baby, you know, but from afar away, I can smell his poo-poo. <laughs> Amen. He was smelly and, 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 and he was running towards me and I just can't help it. I don't care whether he's dirty or what. I just want to hug him. I hug him and the, here's the truth. You know, uh, 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 babies cannot, you know, clean themselves. They need the Father to clean. Amen. And, and the more I'm not clean, the more I need to be repaired by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, when you see God the way He really is, you will never doubt His love for you. Amen. You will never run away from Him. You know, Adam and Eve, you know, in the Garden of Eden, trying to hide from their healer, shaking the bushes, they were just hiding from God. We hide from our healer when we do not have a correct concept of God. And, and the only way and the only person that can fix us is Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We will not let him fix us because we think that we are condemned when in fact we are not condemned. Jesus is coming to a broken, hurting group of people under the Roman occupation with a corrupt religious system doing every single thing wrong. And he's saying, hey, you know, you have a father, you know, that he is living in your home. All you have to do is to go in and shut the door and he will meet there with you and you will pray and say, daddy, purify who I think you are. This is the first thing that we need to do. Amen, that we need to get in and say, God, I'm not all the place that I should, but you've made that way for me to come, that you are going to purify your name in me. Father, that you will show me who you are, that you will let me learn how to trust you over and over again. And, and some of us need to, to, to ask God to reparent me again. That's what this whole scripture is saying. Lord, I do not know how to be intimate with my father because I never had that intimacy. So Lord, I'm coming 
coming to you right now. Purify, hallowed be thy name. Lord, I never even want to bring up sensitive issue, but you know all things, God, and you are always there when I need you. So, Lord, I pray, God, that I give you that unhindered access. Lord, I, I don't want to give you correct answers because you know me, but you know I'm struggling with trust, and, and you have that talk with God, and you open up and give him that unhindered access. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands right now and, and ask God for a moment. Amen. Before we move on to the next meaning of, of hallowed be thy name. Father, I pray God that you will open our understanding. God, there are some faulty, Lord, there is some faulty maybe word pictures that we have about what intimacy should look like. Lord, sometimes some of us, God, are living, Lord, in, in a place where we think that we have to do good in order for us to have that intimate relationship. But God, in Hebrews chapter uh, uh, 4, verse 16, it tells us, you know, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Father, if I'm so perfect, I won't need mercy, but this is a, an open door. This is my passport, Lord. It is not my good works that I'm saved. But God, I need you. It's the blood, Lord. I can come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace in help to help in time of need. Father, I'm in time of need right now. If you're in time of need, I want you to lift your hands. Father, I'm in need right now, God. I need your grace, God. I need your mercy, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray for all those that are listening in, Lord, that you will wipe out, God, or you will teach them how to disassociate, Lord, any word picture, any picture of the Father that is unlike you at all, Father, so that they can, Lord, so that the Father will have a new meaning that our heavenly father will have a new meaning of intimacy unhindered access lord one who cares one who lord, wants to show mercy and ones who wants to give grace father right now in the name of jesus we pray Amen, amen. I pray that this prayer that every morning, God, Lord, that you will, Lord, teach us how to, Lord, Lord, see you the way you want us to see you, Father, again, because without vision, people perish, God, and Lord, our vision with you need not to be distorted, but God, our picture of you should be framed by the word of God. Father, I pray, show us so that we can show the world, Lord, and show the world, Lord, your love, Father, show the world, God, why we are different. In the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. And the second meaning of the word hallowed means to greatly, uh, to be greatly respected and honored. When we pray the prayer every day, we are saying, God, hallowed uh, your name. Amen. I say, God, hallowed your name in my life. Lord, let your name be respected in my life. Amen. You know, again, let your name be great. You know, Lord, I'm going to honor and respect who you are in my life today. And when you come, you pray every day, we say, God, hello be your name. It is your name that's going to be respected in my life. You know, again, uh, there's a scripture that is found in Romans chapter 2, verse 24. I, I think this is a very, very humbling scripture. And, and, and if we are not careful, we can do this. Romans chapter 2, verse 24. For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. And it is written. Amen. You know, I don't want to be blaspheming God's name because of me. The opposite of hallowing the name of God in our life is blaspheme. It is being so sloppy in the way that we live our lives that people literally curse God. 
because of our behavior. Another scripture that says this in Ezekiel. Amen. Let's turn there real quickly. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 23. And I will sanctify my great name which has been profaned among the nations which you have profaned in their midst. And the nation shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I am hallowed in you before their eyes. Wow. Amen. I, 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 again, uh, God says in this particular scriptures that they have profaned his name all over the world. Israel have profaned the name. And the reason why Israel lost the promised land is because they profaned the name of God among the nations. Amen. And in the promised land, God dispersed them all over the world. Wherever they went, God is saying here, everywhere I send you, you profane my name, but I am not finished with you yet. I'm going to glorify my name and my name will be glorified as soon as I can hello myself in you before them. We have to understand that people are watching our lives. Our children are watching our lives. Every single one of them are, are, are either hurting or helping. Or, you know, again, all of us here, every one of us are either hurting or helping the cause of Christ in the way that we live our lives. We are identified with Jesus Christ. I understand when I speak, when, I, when I'm speaking to you this morning, you know, I am having a profound impact on many of your lives and, and, and how you view God. And I'm going to be very careful in my attitudes in what I say, you know, how I say it, because I want to lead people closer to God. I want to be a bridge rather than a barrier to people getting to God. And when you hello your Hello, God in your life. It means that God, I am going to respect your name today. By the way, the opposite of the word hello is the word profane. Again, let me, let me, let me, let me repeat that again. The opposite word of hello is the word profane. Amen. I do not want to profane God's name. The word profane means contempt or ir irreverence for what is sacred. Contempt are people that you know that hate Jesus. They are unbelievers. They are, they, you know, they just, not just unbelievers, but they are violently against Christianity. They have a contempt for the name of God. But the other side of contempt is irreverence. Amen. I think it's important, you know, that we need to come together to reverence the name of God. In our attitudes, you know, again, uh, 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 I know, okay, we are all at home, but, but there are times that we do not reverend his name. Amen. We become too casual, you know, and in and, and, and the little things that we do, you know, when we become late, we are not reverend God. Amen. Would you make your VIP late <laughs> or, or, or you show up late? Okay. Would you do that? So again, I, I, I just, you know, want to say this, you know, you can profane God's name by being irreverent to Him. <laughs> wow. You know, and, 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 and again, let me, let me help you understand, you know, the Orthodox Judaism, okay, they dare not say the name of God. The name of God never come across their lips. When they write the name of God, they will omit a letter because the name of God is so sacred that they will not write the entire name of God. 
is when God's name is hallowed in our life, it means that God, I'm going to honor you in everything that I do so that in a way that I live my life, people will understand you better when they look at me because I'm going to be a I'm going to be very careful how I live. I realize I'm a direct reflection of you. So Lord, hallowed your name in my life. It is something that that Israel rarely ever did when you study the Old Testament. That's why the children of Israel had such a difficult time getting into the promised land, keeping the promised land, you know, and, 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 and being at peace with God. Because they just did not care how their behavior reflected upon God. Amen. Amen. You know, it's not about, you know, it's not about, oh, I, I never do anything wrong. It's about respect. You know, every home, you know, if you, if you don't have the word respect, you can tear down every structure. Amen. You know, I respect. That's why I'm, I say again, I, I'm for respecting authorities. You know, I think that we should treat authorities with respect. You know, uh, I may not agree with them, but nevertheless, I want to respect authority because all authorities is set up by God. Amen. Let's turn to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 and 8. He says like this, you know, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death and even death of the cross. Amen. So let this mind be in us. Amen. Let us be a reflection of God's love. Amen. I say again, let us be a reflection that when we pray, hallowed be thy name. Again, you need to be a recipient of God purifying his name into your life. You see him, his image, unsmudged. Amen. A clear picture of God. Amen. When you see Him high and lifted up, you just can't help it, but you trust Him, but not only trust Him, you want to reflect Him, all of Him. There's something about the presence of God. You become who you worship. Amen. And that's why we need to treat God's presence with reverence. Amen. I just can't help it, but you know, pretty soon we're going to be opening up. And as we open up, you know, I want us to come in to reverence the house of the Lord. Let's, let's come in early. Let's come in prayerfully. Let's come in excited. Oh, oh, come magnify the Lord with me. Oh, amen. I was glad when they say unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Amen. Let's not come half awake, awaken up. You know, again, this is the process of, of holiness. You know, process of holiness really uh, uh, means this, that my attitudes are His attitudes. My values are His values. My words are His words. My, him, my behavior, I act just like Him. I'm merciful like Him. And I'm full of truth just like Him. Amen. Amen. When, when, when disciples pray, Lord, hallowed be your name. What we are saying, God, first of all, Purify anything in my life that keeps me from seeing who you are. But Lord, let me be a reflection of who you really are. So that we can walk around and we can 
say to our children, if you have seen me, you have seen God. <laughs> but because we have the most profound influence on our children's concept of God. Amen. And then when our neighbors see us, they, they may see us in you in us. Amen. Amen. Again, uh, 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 I think the world is looking at us. We are painting a picture of a God. Are we painting a picture of a God that is merciful, a God that is kind, a God that is gracious, a God that is not judgmental, a friend of sinners? And, and again, uh, uh, you know, He has standards that are privileged that he will not sacrifice out of the fear of men to or to be popular. Amen. Again, you know, have people seen God in your lives? We call ourselves Christian. It really means little Christ. And we are a representation of Jesus wherever we go, like it or not. Amen. When, when I'm praying, I'm saying, Lord, hallowed be your name. I'm saying, Lord, I'm admitting today that I do not see you the way that I should. I'm not stopping here, God. I thank you that I do not see, uh, but I will learn to see you better than I used to. I do not want to stop here, Lord. I want to continue to grow in, in seeing you high and lifted up, Lord, purified, your name for me, Father. Amen. And, and again, I'm going to commit today as I see you high and lifted up, Lord, Lord, it's just an automatic byproduct. And, and, and your name will become so sacred and honored that I'll become like you. And wherever I go, I, I want to do whatever it takes to honor your name. Amen. You know, again, I, 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 if, I'm, I if, if I'm lacking, okay, if I'm lacking, the reflecting. <laughs> I realized that it could be I do not spend time with the Almighty One and ask Him, Lord, purify your name in me. Amen. Lord, let me see you in ways that I cannot see. Lord, if I lack mercy, I need to get into the presence of God to see how merciful you are towards me. Only when I see you merciful, that, that is a reflection of my mercy towards the people around me. Amen. When, I'm, when, 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 when I lack forgiveness, Lord, I need to come into your presence and remind myself, God, that Lord, I was a jerk too, Lord, and how you've forgiven me. Amen. Amen. Again, uh, 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 this is so important. When we pray, hallowed be thy name, we are asking God, remove all the smudges. And, but, but, but Lord, as I see you high and lifted up, Lord, I just can't help it. I'm going to reflect that. Amen. I'm going to reflect what I see. You know, someone put say it this way and I love it. He said it this way that we are all like solar panels. Amen. We don't get the strength if we, we, we use our strengths because our panels are faced the wrong way. We need to look at the author and the finisher of our faith, we need to start to redirect and that's what praise and worship and thanksgiving do. You know, they just turn you to the Lord. Amen. And you turn and remind yourself how good the Lord has been. Our Father, by virtue of the blood, Lord, you say on the cross, it is finished, God. You were merciful. You were patient with me. And as I receive that, then I can give that patience. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, you know, uh, uh, I'd like to stop here, but, but I feel that I, I need to move further on. I want to talk to you about a strange story. You know, uh, one of my favorite biblical character, you know, and what was the consequences? Okay, what was the consequences when God's name is not hallowed? Okay, Amen. Uh, again, I, I, I just can't help it, but yesterday, you know, I had a discussion with my daughter and I tell him, you know, uh, this is a powerful lesson because I didn't get it. 
until I read it, the whole chapter and the outline of Numbers, and now I understand why Moses wasn't allowed to enter the promised land. Let's, let's turn to the Numbers, the books of Numbers, chapter 20, verse 1 to 13. You know, it's a very serious topic, but, but I want you to understand the seriousness of this topic because it will affect us. You know, as parents, as leaders, as, as people who represent Jesus Christ. Let's, let's turn to the book of Numbers. Amen. Numbers chapter 20, you know, verse 1 all the way to 13. You know, let's, let's turn there real quickly. Then the children of Israel, the whole congregation came into the wilderness of Zin in the first month. And the people stayed in Kadesh. And Miriam died there and was buried there. Now, there was... No water for the congregation. So they gathered together against Moses and Aaron and the people contended with Moses and spoke saying, if only we had died when our brethren died before the Lord. Why have you brought up the assembly of the Lord into the wilderness, into this wilderness where we, we and our animals should die here? And why have you made us come up of Egypt to bring us to this evil place. It is not a place of grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, nor is there any water to drink. So Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and they fell on their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron gather the congregation together. Notice this. He says, speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its, its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock and he said to them, here now, you rebels, must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice. And with his rod, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation of their animals drank. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me, to hallowed men, to hallowed me, sorry, to hallowed me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. This was the water of Mirabah, because the children of Israel contended with the Lord, and he was allowed, he was hallowed among them. Amen. Okay? Amen. I want you to notice this, right? You know, this is a very, very a special story, you know, and, and the focus here, you know, when you are reading this story, you need to understand, you know, uh, the context. I'm going to give you a little bit of context, right? This is Moses and the children of Israel. They are in the wilderness now between Egypt and the promised land. And the purpose of the wilderness was to wash away all of the impurities of how Israel saw God during the 400 years in Egypt. Some of those years in Egypt, by the way, were good years when Joseph was there, but hundreds of years were cruel oppression after Joseph died. And they have, 
live under the Pharaoh and the most evil man on earth. Okay, they have lived under a corrupt religious system. They know very little about God because there has been no tabernacle. There has been no law yet. There has been no, not been a Moses of any. All they have is the legend of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. Amen. And they have very, very shallow religion and concept of God. So God is bringing them out of Egypt. And there will be no distraction in the wilderness. And God's going to come in as a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud uh, 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 by day. You know, he's going to give them manna every day, water from a rock. He's going to come and show uh, 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 himself to them. You know, again, he's going to show himself face to face with Moses, their leader, and he's going to be present with them wherever they are and the whole purpose of the wilderness is God hallowing himself in the sight of Israel that they can go into the promised land and hallow God for the rest of the world that is everything that God is up to as he was doing what he is doing with Israel amen and and and, and again now I want you to see this you know Never in once that, that in this particular story, in this context, in this number chapter 20, that God called them rebellious. Moses did. You know, I, I want you to understand this, you know. Who, you know, all the rebellion issues have been solved, okay? You know, Korah in number chapter 16, verse 17, gone, okay? They were swallowed up. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 and, 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 all kinds of things, all the, the golden calf, all this was, was dealt with, you know. And, and this was a group of people, you know, and, and I think that this is so important for us that we don't want to jump to conclusion just because someone is whining that they are rebellious. You know, and, and, and that's what Moses did. He jumped to the conclusion, oh, you all rebellious people. Could it be that they were hurting, they were desperate for water, and they are just broken, you know, and, and, and he saw that as rebellion when it is just a group of people that that needed encouragement, that needed a drink. Amen. And, 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 and you know what? God never said that they were rebellious. Moses did. And Moses got upset and he just hit that rock and it did not reflect the love and the intimacy. You must understand this. God is trying his best to make himself known to the children of Israel that were under strong leadership, evil leadership. They were from an abusive <laughs> a situation and now they are coming out and they were struggling and there were people that are still looking back and that was all dealt with and now they are so afraid they are so you know uh, it's, it's just like this you know when 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 a, 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 a foster parent adopt uh, a foster children you know uh, 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 and, and 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 you know when when the the, 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 the parent raised the voice a little bit. The child go like that. Ah, don't beat me. Don't beat me. You know, and that was the whole situation with the children of Israel. They were just like, you know, what am I going to do? You know, the most familiar thing that I know is to go there and die. You know, and, 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 and Moses did not reflect the mercy and the love of God. You know, and, and, and I, I'm crying right now because there are times that we jump to conclusion as leaders. We jump to conclusion as parents. We were too hard on our children. And, and, and we did not, you know, sit down and we jump to conclusion. You know, and therefore, God's name is not hallowed. 
and they become so resistant, you know. Lord, help us, you know. Again, you know, uh, uh, the good news is this. Uh, I just read it, you know, and uh, I, I, I. Uh, uh, God is so gracious that Moses got to go into the promised land, but it was in the New Testament, the, the, the transfiguration. You know, God is so good, okay? But again, what I'm trying to say here today is this, you know, that, uh, 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 you know, when God, Israel was not the only nation that God's going to save, but it was the first nation, okay? And, and God chose Moses to be the first, amen, that he went to the Israel and, 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 and begin to hello himself, first of all, to Moses. And, and he's going to use Moses, the leader, which he always does, you know, the, 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 the leadership, you know, he's going to use the leader then to allow uh, uh, the leader to hello God before the people. And then he's going to use the people of God to hello himself to the rest of the world so that he does not end up with only one child. He ends up with a full family nations that know God. Amen. Again, you know, I, 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 I want you to understand what I've got to say here today is this. You know, we are the reflection of God's love. We are the reflection of God's mercy. You know, and the, uh, when I read the scripture, right, the only glimpse that we can see a brief moment was when, 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 when the nation of Israel was, was uh, you know, uh, 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 hallowing the name of God was under the leadership of Solomon. Amen. That, that people, you know, kings and queens will come from all parts of the world. Amen. Just to see that, 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 that glory. Amen. That glory. The glory of God that filled the temple. Amen. And it was said that zero was worth, you know, sorry, the silver was worth zero during the reign of Solomon because gold was so plentiful. God blessed them so bountifully, you know, and kings and queens and, and, and the princess, the people of the earth came to see the glory of God on the nation of Israel. And the only time they ever hallowed God the way they were supposed to. And that is what God's program is like today. Amen. I, I pray you know, pray for me. Amen. If you want to do something for pastor, just continue to pray as the leadership, as the pastoral team. We want to reflect the glory. We want to hallow his name. I want to be the right presentation of God's nature. Amen. Again, Moses was barred from the promised land. Amen. And, and that's what happens when, when we don't reflect the glory. We will not enter the promised land. Amen. Okay. You know, again, if we do not know God, we will not represent Him properly. We will not, we will not interpret the events of life correctly. The children of Israel do not know God. They have come out of Egypt and they do not understand who God is. And God, in spite of their rebellion, God, and their accusation against God and saying that God has brought them into an evil place. God is not going to judge them. Instead, God brought water from the rock to bless them. Amen. But let me say this. If you have a wrong perception of God, amen, no matter what God do for you, <laughs> you always see it as negative. Amen. Amen. Again, again, you know, uh, uh, 
Let me ask you this question. When you read this whole numbers, okay, was God against these people? Was God intending to kill these people? Was God ready to meet their needs? Was God trying to be gracious in, in spite of their failure of their leaders? But no matter what God does, they always seen as, oh God, you want to punish me? Oh God. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that we need to change our perspective. God is not there. You know, let me say one thing real quick. I want to remind you, if God wants you dead, you'll be dead. You know, again, I want to remind you that in every dark circumstances in life, God is not there waiting, you know, not to punish you, but God is waiting to show himself strong and who he really is. You know, again, every sickness is an opportunity to meet the healer. Every need is an opportunity to meet the provider. Every bondage is an opportunity to meet the deliverer. But when you believe that every dark places is because of your problems and it is God trying to smack you, how can you love somebody like that? Amen. Let me say that again. How can you love somebody like that? You see, when God brings these people out, He's trying to show them, the children of Israel, how faithful He is, how loving He is. And the children of Israel have accused God of evil doing over and over and over again. Amen. God understands why they are that way. He understands that they are just hurting. Hurting people hurt people. They do, they do not know better. And that's why Jesus prayed this prayer. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Amen. They are just responding. They just don't know God, but God was patient with the people. And likewise, when we are dealing with people, the reason why they are struggling, the reason why they are not surrendering, could it be? It is not because it's rebellion. It's because they don't know Him. And the only way that they're going to see a glimpse of Jesus is through you and your ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say praise the Lord. I hope you're getting this. <laughs> Again, you know, uh, 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 Moses did not reflect God. Amen. Moses did not reflect God. When something bad happens, you know, uh, 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 do Here's what the devil always do. He's the accuser. He's the slanderer. He's constantly accusing God uh, to us. You know, again, every time something bad happens, you know, uh, uh, it is always the devil sitting there saying, see, where is your God? And I mean, if, if this is your God, you know, then this shouldn't be happening. He's always trying to interpret in a way that we believe God, but God does not, and, and, and he's trying to accuse us that saying that God does not love you. Again, here's something that I've learned. I have to learn to take thoughts captive and remember that God is gracious and remember that God is ready to forgive us. Amen. And He's always there to meet us in our point of need. When God is not hallowed in your sight, you are always interpreting life and God in a negative sense. And you will end up a vicious cycle. It keeps you away from God. It keeps you from loving Him the way that you should. Amen. Okay? So, the next thing that happens when God is not hallowed in our sight is that we do not desire intimacy with the Lord. In fact, you fear intimacy. Amen. Intimacy means close. 
it means total exposure of who you are. Amen. Okay. You know, there are sometimes, you know, I realize people, they don't want to get close to people because they are afraid of rejection. Because what happens if I'm really like that? If they really know me, <laughs> you know, if they really know me, you know, in fact, every Sunday, you know, when I'm preaching, I, I, I have to fight this thing called the risk of rejection. When I speak a message that is maybe, you know, a kind of straightforward, you know, and, 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 and sometimes, you know, I have to fight the fear of rejection. I need to do what God wants me to. I need to please God and please all. And when I please God, I please all that matters. You see, again, there are people, you know, that, 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 that likes to, 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 to put a show. You know, they want to project spirituality. They want to project this and project that. But the reason why they are projecting those things is because they are playing the great cover-up. And, and you know what? They get tired after a while. You know, they get tired. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you know, maybe I should just give up. And they don't like because you know why? Because it's too much work. <laughs> you know, again, a lot of people have this fear of intimacy. And uh, what the fear of intimacy is, is that people are afraid to really showing up who they really are because they are afraid that they'll be rejected. Therefore, they cannot afford to show who they really are. They are always hiding. And here's what happens when you're always hiding. I need to show somebody who I really am because I'm made in the image of God and I was made for intimacy and I don't want to hide who I am. But I'm afraid if I go to God and He sees who I really am, He's going to reject me. Moses rejected the children of Israel. This is why God could not work through Moses. Moses rejected them. Moses went out there and said, you are a bunch of stick rebels. God is sick and tired of you. And here is some water. He does not like it. You know, again, when they see God rejecting them, they become fearful and they don't want to near, draw near to God. Amen. And some of us, you know, think that God is like that. And we got to change that, that perception. Amen. Again, uh, um, I don't want to freak you out today, but can I tell you something? God knows everything. God knows you are hiding something. God knows that you have a real problem. God knows if I have a problem with, with my children. God knows. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 you know, God knows how to deal with you. Amen. And, and again, you know, God already knows. So why fear? <laughs> just tell him and just ask him to clean you up, just ask Him to help you, amen, and God doesn't want us to call us servants, He wants to call us friend, He already knows all the mistakes you will ever make, He already knows everything inside of you, He already knows the things that you talk about, He and the reason you will not talk to Him about it, because you are afraid that if you do, He will reject you. Again, I want you to understand, he already accepted you. Amen. He already accepted you and He has taken you as a package. Amen. And, and again, He desires you to give Him access so that He can do a clean-up work in you and He can show you His goodness, His mercy. Amen. That He wants you to experience His goodness and His mercy. Then 
you will show goodness and mercy. Praise God. I hope you are getting this today. You know, uh, God is wanting to come close to us. And sometimes we think that we got all this baggage. God doesn't want to go close to me. No, He wants to come close to you. He wants to make you His showcase of His work. Amen. And again, you know, uh, He wants you to climb up on His lap and say, Hey, you can come enter in. You know why? Because I purchased a price. I died on the cross. The blood of the Lamb will help you, you know, come into my presence. And when you come into my presence, I will start to pour out mercy. And my mercy will cleanse you and I will give you grace. Hallelujah. You don't have to fear intimacy with the Lord because you think that He's going to see all your problems and reject you. He's not going to do that. He is the truest friend that you will ever have and He loves you in the very, very worst moments of your life. And when you understand that, you will desire intimacy, that you will want to be with Him because He is your safest place. Amen. Okay. And again, let me say this again. You know, until you receive mercy, you can show mercy. You cannot give away what you do not have. You cannot lead a person to where you have never been. Amen. And when your concept of God is incomplete or flawed, you can only lead people in that same concept of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Again, I want you to understand, God is on our side. It is so important that we reflect God. It is so important that we, God is wanting us to get into the promised land. And, and the promised land is not about us, it's about God. Let me repeat that again. The promised land is not about us, but it's about God's goodness. He has a promised land for your ministry. He has a promised land for your business. He has a promised land for you. He has a promised land for your children. And you do not have to spend your life in the wilderness like Moses who died there. Amen. He wants to lead you. He wants to take you to the promised land. The reason why He wants to take you to the promised land, the reason why He wants to bless you so that it's because, okay, it's because of His goodness and His mercy. Amen. Again, I am so thankful that God will choose me rather than I choose Him. <laughs> Amen. Again, when I begin to focus about Jesus Christ, when he, when I start to make a connection with Him, amen, when I start to come, He is the true vine, amen, I am the branches, amen, without Him I can do nothing, and when I abide in Him and His Word abide in me, amen, I can ask anything of the Father and He will grant it to me, amen, and when I start to understand, you know, that, that the key of me entering the promised land is not my own strength, but it's my relationship with my God, Amen. And when I start to behold His goodness, I'll be like Him. It's a byproduct. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So again, I want to dedicate my life to hallowing your name because when I hallowed your name, I can have the promised land. Amen. A lot of Christians pray for more money, more blessing in their business. Amen. All kinds of stuff that they are wondering why God doesn't answer it is because it was never about you. Amen. God says, I want to give you more, 
but I'll give you more. I want you to make a commitment to me that is going to be all about me. So that's why Jesus is asking us to pray. Pray this way, Father, hallowed be your name. And then he says at the end of the prayer, here's the way I want you to finish the prayer. Lord, it's your kingdom. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. Yours, yours, yours. Amen. Not a glory, but the glory of the Lord. Amen. So again, yours is the glory. God, I want to live to glorify your life. I want to glorify your name. You know, when we understand who God is and we run to God, we trust God, there is intimacy with God. And when we understand who God is, we live our lives to reveal to other people how God has blessed His people in a profound way. And this is the victory cycle. More and more blessings will come. More and more revelation, more glory. Amen will come and we will live in a way that God wanted us to live. Amen. Okay, again, Two reasons why Israel never entered the promised land. Number one, they never saw him the way that he really was. And number two, they never committed themselves as a nation to hallowing the name of God around the world, except for one brief period of time during the time of Solomon's reign. And let that be a reminder for us, amen, that as we come into his presence, Lord, Whatever thoughts that I have this unlike you, let me disassociate it with you because you are a good God. Amen. I, I don't want to accuse you falsely. But God, purify. Take away all the smudges that is distorting my image about you, that you are mean. Lord, take away that. Take away that. And Father, most importantly, God, that when I see you high and lifted up, I can glorify you. Lord, that you will just be shown in my life. Father, that mercy and grace that I will live a life without compromise, that I want to live a life that is totally sold out for you in Jesus' name. Can we do that for a moment right now? Amen. Amen. Uh, it's a very simple, simple lesson today. And I want to remind you that there are consequences and uh, let's not reflect God wrongly. And, 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 and I don't know about you, but when I was doing this, message and when I, was, I, I had a hard time un, understanding Numbers 20. I, I've read that, that Numbers 20 a wrong way. <laughs> Amen. You know, uh, 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 until God reflected that, that he did not hallow the name of God. He did not reflect God's true love, his mercy. Amen. Can we just lift our hands for a moment? Let's thank God right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that you will have your way today in our lives, Father. Lord, again, God, I just come before your presence. <laughs> Lord, I'm asking you to help us, Father, today. Lord, sometimes, God, many times, God, we did not take time to ask you to reveal yourself. Lord, this is, this is what Apostle Paul, who was a great superhero, prayed, Lord, that he may know you. And the reason why he may know you that he can reflect your character. Lord, even the Apostle Paul, who is a super Christian, pray this prayer. Lord, uh, I want to pray, God, that I want to know you. 
I want to know you. Lord, all over again, God. Lord, I want fresh manna. I, I, I want that to be a revelation that will hit me so hard that I know what it means to be merciful, that I know what it means to be patient. I know what it means to provoke others to good works, Lord, just like you did, God. That, Lord, when I worship you, when I hallow your name, God, when I begin to see you high and lifted up, Lord, Lord, when my vision of you is totally clear, Lord, I pray that you be reflected in all that I do. Lord, that you be reflected, God, in my speech. You'll be reflected, God, in the way I talk. Lord, you'll be reflected in the decisions that I make. Lord, have your way in me. Work in me, Father, right now. God, I, I pray, God, that's why this secret place is so important. Lord, that I will close that door. Lord, I will not let the world try to shape you. Let my experience try to shape you. But God, I want you to speak to me and review and purify your name in my life, Father. Let you show me, God, God, what true intimacy will look like, God. Lord, I want to give you unhindered access. Lord, sometimes the reason why I don't want to give you access is because I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid, Lord, that you will rebuke me. Lord, I'm afraid, God, that I will never become a part of your family. God, I open my spirits to you, Father. I misunderstood you. Show me your mercy. Cleanse me, O oh God, in your presence, Father, I pray. Help me understand, God, that being precise doing. And God, I need to be with you so that I can have the being restored, that image of how you want to reveal yourself in me. Lord, again, God, that there's an impartation will take place in your presence, Father. Lord, character, Lord, building God, the fruit of the Spirit is not a byproduct of the flesh. It's not done by behavior modification, but it is in your presence, God, when I see you high and lifted up, Father. God, because God, the world needs to see you in me. They don't need to see a religious me. They don't need to see a judgmental me. And Father, I ask God that you forgive me. As a pastor, I've done that. Lord, as a pastor, God, I, Lord, I judge because of my insecurities. And I, I push people down, God. And Lord, I'm asking God that you cleanse me, Father, right now. Oh, Rakasiyarabatara, cleanse me, Father. So that I may reflect your glory. I may reflect your holiness. I may, I may reflect, God, what it means to have your name hallowed in my life. So, Lord, I pray right now, Jesus, restore the joy of my salvation, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that you continue to speak peace, God. And, Lord, again, God, Show us your glory. I pray, show us who you are in the time that we are living in. Show us your power. Show us, God, your love. Show us your mercy so that I may trust you and let every choices that I make, God, is be a reflection that I trust you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, bless all those that are listening in today 
Come on, tabernacle of joy. Why don't you just pray in the Holy Ghost for a while right now? Harakasia rabato rakasana. Horakasia rabato rakasana. Ria rabato rakasana. Harakasana nadia rabato rakasana. Ria rabasana. Father, have your way. Do your will, Jesus. Have your way. Do your will. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. Hello be thy name. Hello be thy name, Father. Hello be thy name. Oh God, that you will give me a fresh revelation of your love. Father, I let go. I let go, God, the pain. I let go, God, of all those the years of my childhood that I never experienced. God, an intimate father, so that I can embrace you, God, as my intimate father, my heavenly father. Amen. Father, as I enter in, God, I enter in boldly that secret place so that you can reward me openly. And that reward of openness is the fruit of the Spirit that, the, that I can see something in me that has changed. Not because of my good works, but because I met you. Lord, all my spiritual disciplines have to point back to one place. That is to see your glory. That is to Hallowed your name, Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we just thank the Lord? Amen. Before we close. Hallelujah. Father, right now, hallowed be your name, God. Hallowed be your name, Father. Lord, let the name of Jesus be hallowed in tabernacle of joy. Come on, join in together with me. Let your name be purified. Let your character, let your who you are be purified, God. In tabernacle of joy, Father, right now That we choose love Lord, we choose faith, we choose hope, we choose love Amen Let the name be glorified, God Thank you, Jesus Let the place that we worship reflect you Amen Bless all those that are watching online In Jesus' name Amen Again, thank you for staying with me today Online, God bless you. Uh, can't wait for us to gather together. Amen. Can't wait for us to come together to enter in, to hallow the name of God. Amen. Father, I pray. Father, I pray, God, that we will not take your name for granted. If it bears your name, it should bear that quality. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, bless all those that are watching in. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Just a quick reminder if you can, please update your database, you know, uh, so that you know we can plan as we open up our services. You know, we're waiting on the 18th of August what the government will say, but we are already making plans and you'll be hearing of the plans later on. But again, God bless everyone and may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May you enter in in His presence. May you know His glory on a day-to-day -day basis. Amen. God bless every one of you in Jesus' name.